podcast days are breezy. We can take it steezy with the dingers. With the dingers. Everyone's fanatic. Others made of plastic at the dream house. At the dream house. Forever sips, forever sung, forever can, forever fun. Hey, hey, life with the dingers, blar, blar. Life with the dingers, Larby, but it's a podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Blar, Blar, Blarby, a podcast where we dive into the moral and political implications, subliminal or not so subliminal messages, and out there conspiracy theories contained within each episode of Barbie Life in the Dream House. I'm Maggie. Does this look like a schlon poofa to you? Hemmerdinger. And I'm Evie. Hey, everybody, get a load of me, Hemmerdinger. And I'm Dylan. My Barbie sense is tingling, Hemmerdinger. So today we'll be discussing the episode number two. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Uploaded May 11th, 2012. So it begins. Chelsea wakes up at 8 a.m. with a confetti alarm. That's rather early, but I guess kids are kind of hyper about their birthday. She certainly is. Uh, The confetti alarm a little bit confuses me because... It is built into the alarm. We can only assume it goes off every single day, regardless of if it is her birthday or not. Maybe she just pretends like every day is her birthday, and then she, maybe she every day is her birthday. Very trapped in perpetual Chelsea birthday. Yeah, I mean it's like she is enough of a brat. I'll it's true. say. Yeah. That you just could gotta contribute. You just gotta act like every, every day is Chelsea's your, birthday. Every day is your birthday. This is probably how you turn out. Uh, one little background catch right away. Uh, she has lots of different posters in her room. One is a photorealistic cat poster. Like a like an actual cat that we have in our world. Um, they have cats in the Barbie world, but they are plastic yeah, and toy-like. So uh, where did this one come from? Do they exist in their world? Are they has large it, and terrifying? Is it like a horror poster? Is it like a menace to these dolls? Like... My theory is that, like, they got the poster from, like, the doctor's office. You know those, like, little stickers you get mm. at the end there? Because it's a square poster, which is an interesting shape for a poster, I think. Yeah, it could be a sticker. Yeah, a sticker. Um, a little kitty sticker. And it would it would go with the theme of just, like, these real world. I guess, sort of. like, enlarged. Like, too big for Barbies, but yeah, too small for real people. Yes. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see Chelsea jump up and down and she recites her birthday chant. It's my birthday! My favorite day all year! I'm so happy I could just... And then she is interrupted. So what was she going to say there? I decided to look up. I'm so happy I could just. Because there's a lot of things I could finish that sentence. And I wanted to see maybe there was something that the writers were alluding to. Something very like, like whatever the most common thing, um, most common saying that would be. Um, however, all I could find when I looked up, I'm so happy I could just, is an image of a frog sitting at a desk and saying, I'm so happy I could just shit. So, 
is this a little Easter egg for the parents who are into these obscure memes? Maybe I'm, you gotta say emphasis on into obscure memes because I've never heard of this until we looked it up. Yeah, and just to be clear, it's not the first result is this weird, no. strange image. It's every single uh, result. It's only one, and it's always this grumpy frog sitting at this yellow desk. Um, the I don't only think thing I see, it. the next one I see that's not not that frog is the Queen of England, but still the same text. I'm so <laughs> happy I could just shit. But it's also a rather unflattering photo of yeah. QE2. I, I just, I, I'm, we're missing some important context here. Vintage 1970s, I'm so happy I could just shit t-shirt. Interesting. That's what I have here. 1970s. So an old, old meme, perhaps something for so the... So maybe, yeah, maybe the parents would get the it. The parents, maybe even the grandparents. <laughs> um, All right, so the next scene cuts to Skipper, Stacy, and Barbie in the kitchen getting ready for Chelsea to come down. Uh, and uh, Skipper announces that... Uh, that uh, Chelsea is is up and awake and uh, heading down to breakfast, um, and she's doing her usual thing, which is uh, walking while texting or talking while texting or doing anything while texting. And my question is, who is Skipper texting? Obviously, this is a, is a trope to sort of convey that she's the teenager, and that's just kind of what teenagers do, but. As the resident teenager, I do not understand this behavior because she's texting them all the time. And either she's texting the same person just constantly or she's texting all of these different people, which is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And if she's has like such an important relationship with them that she's talking to them all the time, why do we never see them? The only the only person of her friends that we see, at least that I remember, is when they go to the the Corey Liam Zane concert. I think she goes with one of her friends. Um, we do also we do hear, and in a beach episode, her mention uh, that she just one of her friends, Stacy, saw Casey at the mall with Lacey, and Tracy's gonna freak something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the names might be in a different order. <laughs> But they all follow that pattern. Maybe she just live tweets her life. Mm. That's probably that's probably it. Actually, Mm -hmm. that's probably it. I rescind my curiosity. (laughs) Uh, All right. The next Barbie has a little talking head where she's talking about how Stacy is a little too serious about birthdays. She's very strict about planning and order. Um, However, we have to remember that. In the previous episode, we established that the confessionals, those little interviews, uh, take place after the events of the episode. Um, that's just the only thing that makes sense. Um, however, during this talking head, Stacy interrupts her to get her back to work on the birthday events, which would have already been over. So, is it staged, or is there another birthday going on? Is it true? Maybe it is Stacy's birthday every day, or Chelsea's, Chelsea's. Chelsea's birthday every day. And Stacy is constantly getting on Barbie about this. Does Barbie live in a perpetual op- oppression of her dictator young sister? I think that because it's a broad question that Barbie is answering, it is a possibility that they answered it at the beginning of the day. 
you know, because they're filming, they're, they're they're filming all the stuff. So before Chelsea gets up, they're like, what's your sort of birthday routine and stuff? There would be a chance to talk about it there. Maybe, but I just feel like that's not um, the right procedure. I mean, I... Like my... They always do the confessionals at the end and, like, the location. Like, they have to get to that location. I lean more towards it's staged just based on, like, how other reality shows work. Like, if you're mm-hmm. watching a cooking show and you see people talking about how they feel about how it's going, but they already know they lost, mm-hmm. but they have to be like, I think I'm going to win this one. And so, yeah. like... I feel pretty good about... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> So that makes me think it's, sta- it's staged. True. Um, so the next thing we see is Stacy assigning duties. So Barbie's supposed to distract Chelsea and Skipper reluctantly is put on food prep because Ken is busy putting together Chelsea's gift in the garage. Yes, yeah, so Stacy is on food prep. Um, however, we see in, in the previous scene, uh, in the background, Barbie's mixing something together in a bowl, obviously making some food. So, just a little note there. Perhaps this is an act of disobedience, which caused Stacy to really tighten the reins and get on her case a bit more. Uh, so then we move on to the garage, and Ken is beginning to build Chelsea's bike. Uh, he empties out a box that is full of way too many parts to just be a bike. So I think the bike might just be a cover. Um, I'm not sure what he was intending, but honestly out of all those materials you could build a nuclear bomb like there's so much i'm just like he he ken is notoriously bad at putting things together and like mm-hmm. completing tasks in the correct way i yes. feel like he must have made some error when purchasing the bike <laughs> some very maybe there's like a customizable like add parts and just way overdid it he, he just <laughs> added all the parts he okay. was trying to make like the best bike by getting more parts <laughs> for it he's he's just he's not good at uh maybe following instructions well, yeah. so well he gets the job done it's just not going to be done the way no you but it. he's very good at doing the so things good. himself because he built closet he did he built the, he built the whole like dream, dream house. house that like was yes. in a, like a little suitcase yeah but we'll get to that later Right, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's obviously very talented. Yeah, so like we then see a talking head of Ken where he reveals that the real reason he is building the bike... Well, one, he does say that like Chelsea really wants a bike. She's always talking about wanting a bike. But the real reason is he wants to flex his technical expertise in front of Barbie, like as per usual. But in the next scene, we can see that this will be a classic Ken building project fiasco when he's trying to read the instructions and he flips them upside down. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the kitchen just in time to see the breakfast rise out of the counters. <laughs> I'm just going to, before we get into the, the strange counters, I'm going to make a note that we'll come back to later about this scene with Ken where he says he's going to flex his technical expertise in front of Barbie. He then proceeds to sort of crack his, his fingers um, and his entire body makes Snaps. like a sort of crinkly, sort of full body crunch. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the deal? What's the deal? What's going on? So, 
Back to the counters, though. The counters, obviously, this is, like, a thing you see in, like, Barbie toys. The little counters flip into different, like, you have a breakfast or you got dinner or whatever. Different, um, meals. Um, so, these flipping counters are definitely a portal to another dimension that are free from the constraints of gravity and space. Without a doubt. These Absolutely. flipping counters. Flipping these flipping counters. counters are getting out of control these They're, days. Um, that, that stack of pancakes, no way could that fit in this dimension. So many pancakes. So many pancakes. They so wouldn't tall. fit. They just wouldn't fit. So. so. Yeah. Which leads to the next question. It does lead to the next one. So uh, Stacy. Uh, interrupts Chelsea by um, getting a fork full of pancakes and shoving it in her mouth. However, how did she even get a fork full of pancakes? The pancakes are stacked all the way up to the moon. Like she is not that tall to get to the top of the pancakes to get a get a little fork full. No, and so, you and you see her beneath the pancakes. Yes, she's way down there. After she puts the fork full of pancakes in so, Chelsea's like, mouth, she could have gotten it from the middle, and the whole thing would have fallen down. You yeah. know. This makes me wonder, is this world a small world within our world, or is it its own world? And this makes me think that it's its own world, because it doesn't follow the same rules as our world. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Anyway, at 127, we have a sherbet catch! Sherbet catch! This is a new little segment we'll be doing. Stay tuned guys, for more sherbets. We will be keeping you guys on your damn toes. <laughs> this sherbet nonsense. So then we get to the next scene. And Ken is struggling in the garage. Um, I think we see him try and put this the bike seat into the bike handles. Mm-hmm. With just piles of parts all around him. He Mans can not be constrained to this this these instructions clearly he's just trying to exercise his creative mind and he's he's really he's just not built for this i guess not um and then the next scene we see is stacy making the cake yes she puts an entire bowl with a spatula and raw ingredients you see an egg carton and um just like a carton of milk she puts all of that right into the oven Shuts it, and out comes a three-tier cake with lit candles. So, it does make sense that they would eat plastic. So, it is possible, you know, this the plastic materials go in, they're melted and transformed, re, remolded into a plastic-shaped cake. That makes sense. The fire, though, I'm confused about where is the fire a came fire from. fire in the oven? I, we don't see a fire, but there is lit candles. Yeah, she just closes it and opens it. Oh, up. oh. There's lit candles. Lit candles on the cake. On the cake, mm-hmm. yes. Mm, interesting. Just an interesting little physics tidbit. I also like to make a note, we're going to be watching for this. Because so far, well, we saw Chelsea eat the pancake. Yes. Other than that, we haven't seen anyone eat. But we saw her eat the pancake. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, and then the punchline to this scene is when Stacy says, Whew, baking can be hard work, which is a cue for all the adults watching to give a little chuckle there. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, classic. Um, the next scene also 
follows the same sarcastic comment theme when Skipper says, why do I always have the hardest job? And then proceeds to press one button and then the entire room is decorated. Yes. Um, When she presses that button, a pinata lowers from the ceiling and uh, mariachi music starts blasting. And uh, why? Why is it a fiesta? There is no fiesta theme up to this point. It's out of nowhere. Um, Well, toeing the line there, Barbie Life in the Dream House. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. A little bit of appropriation, perhaps. A little bit. Um, uh, So then my next, the next scene I think is probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Chelsea um, asks Barbie to guess what she really wants for her birthday, and Barbie keeps interrupting Chelsea's response and when um Chelsea finally just yells no which perfectly transitions to Ken yelling oh let's see if we can do it <laughs> okay ready <laughs> no oh! <laughs> next time maybe um, and he's in the garage and he is looking desperate and unsuccessful in his bike building attempt yes uh so then Skipper enters and um, uh, says something that causes Ken to freak out about the possibility of a daddy long leg being on him. Uh, and he is overcome by a violent rampage demanding the death of this potential <laughs> daddy long leg. No, okay. why, why is he so hungry for death? Perhaps he is hungry for blood? Well, see, no, that's interesting though because doesn't she say, is there a daddy long legs on you again? Mm-hmm. So it's happened before, it's and he clearly has had a traumatic experience, so I wonder if maybe a spider bit him. Bit him, a daddy long leg. And, uh, a there are va- uh, vampire spiders, which are attracted to stinky feet. <laughs> 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 that is unrelated to Barbie. <laughs> that is just a Dylan that fact. Just <laughs> facts with Dylan. <laughs> that is so fun. If you don't want to get bitten by a vampire, Ken has stinky feet. Or if you Ken want to be bitten by a vampire, I would spider. believe it. I would believe it in a heart's feet. <laughs> How does plastic even get stinky? Yeah, it's kind of stinky. I guess it has that natural stank. Well, a natural stank. Another little odd thing you can see in the background of the uh, the garage. So onto the wall, there is mounted rakes and brooms. But they aren't on, like, hooks. They are bolted into the wall. There's a metal bracket around the entire handle and bolted into the wall. So there's no way you could get them out without unbolting the bracket. Why? Why are they there? It's highly impractical. It's decorative. I mean, they don't have any it's, practical use. It's not like they would use them. I know. It's not like... I'm sure if there was any sort of yard mess, there was a button they could press to do it, I'm sure. But why are they... Why? Why are they bolted there? It's hard to say. It's all... It's just... It's even just animation-wise, it's a weird thing to do. It is a weird thing. Like, somebody <laughs> had to consciously make that choice. Yeah. They had to say, mm, no, yeah. the people in Barbie Life in the Dream House will never be able to access their rakes yeah, and brooms. it's just like there was a thought put into Not, it, and that just kind of confuses me. Not that they'll never be able to, but that they don't want to, because they built this house themselves. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, it makes it more convenient. They're never going to fall down or anything. And they they never need to use these tools because they don't 
They don't have leaves, I don't think. I don't Not leaves that fall down. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, but then we see, before Skipper leaves, we see the um, bike robot that Ken has built starting to power up. This is by far the most disturbing scene in this episode if not all of Barbie Life and Dreamhouse if you really think about it. Probably all of them. Right in the private region is built the the bike pedal. And <laughs> so it it rotates like a bike pedal does. It starts spinning wildly right when Skipper enters the room just spinning and spinning. Like, that is just a terrible, that's, terrible connotation. That's messed up, bro. Wildly inappropriate. Just messed up. Yep. That's <laughs> Why would you give your robot a rotating pee-pee? Why would you do this? Why Who would, is to say why that is coming make, from Vampire Ken's I'm mind? I'm <laughs> sure that Skipper is underage. It's just no good. No good. None of it's good. Ugh. Well, after we leave that, that disturbing scene, we see Chelsea opening her gifts and um, eating the cake. And then Barbie wonders aloud about Ken's status before we see Ken again. But this time, he's battling the tennis-playing robot made of the bike parts. You get him, Ken. Um, and then the last scene we see is Chelsea trying to tell everyone what she actually wants for her birthday. Um, also, one thing to note here, she does say that she loves the yummy cake, but it is clearly untouched. She has not taken a single bite, so <laughs> I don't know what yummy. she blabbing about. Yummy visually. Not so. Yummy, yeah. Yummy visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after um, telling Barbie that she did not want a unicorn or a bike or to sing the most special birthday song of all, <laughs> as Barbie and Ken have both <laughs> been guessing, she comes in with the last final punchline that what she really wanted this whole time was a tennis playing robot. Which, of course, causes Ken to pass out immediately. So quick. Not first in, first he his whole body locks up. It, it just <laughs> goes it becomes immediately stiff. Like the same kind of position you would see a corpse in a coffin. So it's, it's obviously instinct. It's obviously instinct to him as if he sleeps every night in a coffin just like that. Just that way. Um my question is why is he so weak that he passes out this easily? Is it possible that he is iron deficient? Uh, because he has not been feeding on enough human blood. He he does pass out a lot. A he lot does pass out a lot. Throughout the show. A lot. It also just maybe like, he's not supposed to be awake during the daytime. That's true. So yeah. he could just be tired. You know, that's another little point to his dedication, you know. This is not natural for him to be up, and yet he's here for Barbie and her family. Yeah. Yeah. And he's making those sacrifices, regardless if, of, if he is a vampire or not. You know? We know can't be healthy. We know he has a cute puppy disorder. Mm, a a cute right. puppy disorder. That's right. Yep. Yes. So Come that's later too. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know. You know, usually, you know, if you got one thing, you got them all. You know what I mean? Ain't that just the way? But yes. Yeah, so Ken is clearly putting in the work with his family. He's clearly a valued member, or is he? Because he passes out hard on the floor. No one reacts. 
they all just look at him unconcerned. They are unfazed. And that's just not how you treat a loved one who's experiencing concerning health conditions, like randomly passing out really quick. And this just kind of adds to the conclusion that Barbie is manipulating and using Ken. does not actually care about him. Only The only thing she cares about is maintaining complete control over this poor simp. Well... Like and also, do they do they laugh? Is there like a laugh at the end? No, I checked. Okay. There's no. no laugh. It's literally just silence, and the episode ends. It's eerie. It I, is eerie when you think about it. I mean, I suspect that you know they are aware of this condition. Yeah, they're used to it at they're, this point. Well, not that they're used to it, but that maybe they would know what to do by now. But it seems very unlikely that what you do is just kind of just leave him there. there on the floor. <laughs> just sit there and stare. You would think if it's common, they would know. They'd jump right to action. I know what to do. You know, there's no shock or anything. I know what to do. Get yeah. up. Get yeah. him a pillow or something. Just She's like, Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Check his pulse. Yeah. If they have pulses. No, he hit his head pretty wouldn't. hard, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Oh, well, he's also yeah, you, I think you hear the little thump, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Not a little thump. He goes Big through thump. a lot. This <laughs> Another episode where Ken just goes through a lot. Yeah. He's always going through it. Well, we will see in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe his luck will turn. <laughs> Maybe. Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode two. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Um, stay tuned for the drop of episode three next time. Life with the Dingers, Barbie, but it's a podcast.